Hey, I'm Nicole, your host of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. On this show, we're going to be pulling back the curtain on how to create the lifestyle of your dreams. I created my dream lifestyle through working online, creating a business that lights me up every single day, traveling the globe, and generating wealth. On this show, we'll take a deep dive into these topics and so much more. I have created my own online business from literally zero after discovering my passion for online business and my non-complacency for working for someone else in a nine to five job. On this podcast, I'll be sharing everything I have learned and everything I'm still learning because how I got to where I am today should not be kept a secret. It's your time to love your work, build your wealth, and create the lifestyle of your dreams. Let's do this. Episode on YouTube, you will see my background looks a little bit scary, Halloween-like. I am in Albania currently and in the middle of a storm, a rainstorm, and the power went out right as I, literally right as I was about to film. So (laughs) um, it's always an adventure where I'm filming my podcast from next with every episode, I do not know. Um, However, thankfully I have good audio quality, I have good visual camera quality, so we're good to go. Don't need hydro, (laughs) I got my ring light, we're good to go. All right, so today's episode is something I have, and I'm sure you have, been seeing go around in the news a little bit over the last few weeks. I think it's weeks, definitely not multiple months, Um, but it is honestly such a shock to me, and I think to many other people, especially Americans, And um, it really just goes hand in hand with why I personally never resonated with the Western lifestyle, Western countries, and why being a digital nomad for me was such a good solution. Actually, before becoming a digital nomad, if you know my story... I lived in China for four years. I left Canada where I am from and I moved to China for four years from 2017 to 2021, the end of 2021. And it was a win world, um, but I really had no desire, quite honestly, to go back to Canada or any other Western country. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about the IRS new job application for the new positions they're looking to fill apparently within the IRS in America. And um, I'm going to dive into more of this on a nomadic scale near the end. But first, I am just going to tell you what this job posting, if you have not yet seen it, what they are looking for in the person that they are looking to hire. This goes hand in hand with their new Inflation Act, I believe it's called, the Inflation Act bill. I don't usually like to watch the news, um, but I do keep up with different things on Twitter and especially this because it really does, like I said, pertain to the nomad space. So, They, at the very beginning, I have it up on my computer here, they go on to first say that they are looking for somebody who 
They want to be available and on call 24 seven weekends, holidays, um, literally 24 seven middle of the night if they need it, which is to begin with just kind of outrageous, but um, hey, that's the job description. And then it goes into major duties and it lists, you know, adhering to a high standard of conduct, working a minimum of 50 hours per week. This is where they say it may include a regular hours, weekends, being on call 24-7. Um, maintain a necessary level of fitness to respond to life-threatening situations. For the IRS, when I think of Canada's equivalent, which is a CRA, I think of people on the phone with me when I have a question about my taxes. I know there's other departments within that, um, but then it also goes on to say, must carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. And lastly, be willing to participate in arrests, executions of search warrants, and let me see, my photo is cut off, and other dangerous assignments. So I don't know about you, but to me, that does not seem like the typical government um, job description <laughs> for collecting taxes. Um, okay, so I think... I have heard so many um, different YouTube videos I've been watching of people in the crypto space, in the nomad space, just everyday people who live in Western countries um, who have an opinion about this. Um, and I've also been seeing a lot of tweets about this, but I just actually received, and this has been on my radar for a while, but I recently just received a few hours ago an email newsletter that I'm subscribed to which had this specific posting and it really just brought it all back to me and how, and they explained the exact same thing in the newsletter, how it's crazy that this is the way that the world is heading. And then I actually went and tweeted this photo afterwards because I was just like, this is the world we're living in, you know? And as they stated in the newsletter, if Washington does it, it's going to trickle into other countries, especially other Western countries, <clears throat> Canada. Um, and that is not something I vibe with. So yeah, I have so many thoughts about this. And although I am not American, um, I do think that a lot of the things that any Western government, but specifically America puts in place, Canada will be wanting to follow it in some regard. It may take years, decades to actually implement, but um, it is something that will be on Canada's radar, I believe, especially just because geographically they are so close. Canada and America are very similar in a lot of aspects, culture, society, um, different things like that. So, all right. So my perspective really stems from a digital nomad point of view, a nomadic point of view. So the reason, and if you've listened to my very early on episodes, you will already know this, but the reason that I left Canada to begin with in 2017 and started planning my move, honestly, much before 2017, I think about a year and a half before I actually left, I knew I wanted to leave. Um, but the reason that I really left was because I just didn't vibe with the Western lifestyle. And 
it, it does have to do with who I am as a person, but I knew it wasn't really keeping up with the Joneses, wasn't something I was interested in, not saying that everybody in Western society or North America does do that because that is absolutely not the case. But keeping up with the Joneses uh, per se was not something that I was interested in. I also was very disinterested in having the typical, let's call it, I don't know, American dream. I think essentially the trajectory that almost everybody else, I will say almost everybody else who ends up living in a Western country follows, which is you go to university. I did that check. You then get a good job. And eventually after the years you raise and you get better jobs, better pay, and then you get engaged, you buy a house, you get married, you know the story. You have a baby, maybe you get a dog somewhere along the way. And at, how old was I? Like 21 at the time. I left Canada when I was 23, 22, 23, I don't know. Um, so I was like 20, 21 at the time. And I could already see what the rest of my life looked like. For the most part, of course, there's, you know, like holidays, whatever thrown in there. But I knew exactly what the rest of my life was going to look like, which for me was not something that I really loved, if I'm being completely honest. So um, I didn't, I wanted my life to be unexpected, unpredictable, not that I am, and I'm a very, let's say like type A, if you subscribe to that um, person, I'm an Enneagram 8, if that tells you anything, if you know the Enneagram. Um, so that gives you a good idea of the type of person that I am. And being that very um, regimented sometimes person, I still knew I didn't want to know at 21 years old what the rest of my life was going to look like. But I knew that if I stayed in Canada or America or like wherever, um, if I stayed there, I knew what that was going to look like. And sometimes I still look back on my friends and I'm happy if they're happy and they are, I believe. And so that's what matters. But I just look at myself in their situation and I know I would not be happy if I was, you know, I'm from a pretty small town outside of Toronto, Ontario. So the dream was always to move to Toronto, get a good job. I always wanted in high school and university to be like the corporate businesswoman in her pantsuit. <laughs> you know how it goes. Um, and now I look back on that and I just think, oh my gosh, I am extremely happy that I knew I had the insight at 20, 21 years old that that wasn't the life I wanted, even though it was something that I had dreamt of because I think it was honestly the only thing I had known, but it was the only thing I had dreamt of. Um, up until that point. And then it, I kind of got it working in a corporate job in my hometown. And I was like, you know what, this just ain't it for the next, I don't know, 40 years of my life sitting behind a desk working for somebody else. Um, but then I moved to China and continued to work for somebody else. Um, but anyways, that's a whole nother tangent I could go on. But relating this back to the IRS and the job posting. So this is a really an interesting job posting to me because I see the trajectory in the future, not saying that every Western country or every country is going to implement these exact um, qualifications for IRS and government agents, but 
I do kind of sets the standard for the way that things are going to be going in the Western world. And I don't think any of us can really deny that um, with such a, you know, a billion dollar bill coming out that's going to be signed this week. Um, but for me, it really just is a good representation of Western society, which is a society that I don't want to be a part of. Um, you know, it's nice to go home and to have some of the luxuries of home, like having Amazon. I haven't been in a country in the last six months here in the Balkans that I think has Amazon. And if they do, it's in another language and it's like not even worth it, not worth the trouble. But um, I think it really just goes to show the trajectory that the Western world is on, probably similar protocols that in years or decades to come will be followed by the government. And that's not something I want to be a part of when I know that I have an alternative. And I know that I can live, honestly, in my opinion, a much better life. And I can live a much better life for cheaper somewhere more beautiful, somewhere where I can afford to buy a home and not have to get a million dollar mortgage, which is what people are now having to get to just live in the suburbs in Toronto, which is wild to me. Um, really just to have a higher standard of living and to live life on my terms and to do what I want on my terms, to be able to run my business and to be able to enjoy and eat the food I want. You know, Thai food is my favorite food. And if I want Thai food, I don't want to go to a Thai restaurant in Canada. I want to go to Thailand. Thailand has, oh my gosh, the best food. Um, cannot wait to go back to Thailand. But anyways, um, so yeah, it's really just not a trajectory that I want, I, that I foresaw my life ever going on. And I think bills such as these with the IRS, with the government um, in America, really solidifies that I made the right decision for my life, not saying that this is the right decision for anyone else's life. And I'm really big on lifestyle design, as I like to call it. Lifestyle design being designing how you want your life to look, not just going through the motions of, like I said, getting a good job, getting a car, getting a house, 2.5 kids, a dog, like not going through the motions of that. And I think it's very easy in our society to go through those motions, but to actually think, what is it that I want out of life? And then design your lifestyle based on that. So for me, when I had this realization, and if you listen to previous podcasts, you will definitely know this, but I had this realization during COVID. I was living in China. I got locked out of China because I was traveling during Chinese New Year, which was when COVID really first hit in China and Asia. Um, and so I went back to Canada and then I ended up getting stuck in Canada for about nine months. Um, really involuntarily wanting to be there and being there and not even being able to visit friends or leave my home. Not the ideal <laughs> visit back home to Canada, but um, I really realized what I actually wanted out of life, which is where the not working for somebody else, creating a lifestyle on my terms and creating something that fits within that lifestyle. And that was really the first time. And I think for many people, not only for myself, but for many people, that was the first time we actually had the time to think about what we really want out of life and 
to have the time to pursue it, have the time to think about it, have the time to pursue it. Um, we all had a lot of time in 2020. <laughs> Let's keep it real. So um, that was really kind of my first taste of what, oh, there we go, some lightning, <laughs> um, of what I wanted from life and lifestyle design. And I didn't really know or realize what lifestyle design was or could be and how important it could be in my life until COVID hit. And I had that nine months to really just sit and think is what I'm doing right now, living and working in China, what I want to do the rest of my life? And the answer was a heck no, um, because I was not aligned with my job. And so went back to China, finished up my time there, knowing the whole time I was gonna leave, ended up leaving and went to Turkey. And then you know the story from there, traveled the Balkans, and now next week we're flying to Mexico. And it's crazy because I think back on my past life almost of working for other people, which was less than a year ago. And I just think like, oh my gosh, I could never do that again. What I am building for myself, the work I help my clients with is so fulfilling to me that there is nothing else I would rather do. My past job is light years behind how much I enjoy what I do now. And now I'm not working for somebody else. Now I am building something for myself and doing work that really, truly, honestly does light me up every single day. So I know, who would have ever thought that a job description from the IRS could warrant such a rant? Um, but when I see this job posting from the IRS and I'm looking at it now on my computer, I honestly, it, it just makes me think of lifestyle design. Of course, there are people who agree with this and who don't agree with this. That's not... What I'm talking about, what I'm really truly getting at from this job posting is that you are able to choose to live in America. You are able to choose to live in Canada. You are able to choose to live in China. I understand it is more difficult to get out of the US tax system. I know that that's a whole nother can of worms, but um, you do have options and you always have options. And if you are not happy really think about lifestyle design, write it down, focus on what you want out of the rest of your life, and then go and freaking achieve it because you can. And I'm not saying it's not going to be hard because it will be. And I'm not saying you're not going to face obstacles and maybe people won't support you along the way, but there are people who will support you along the way. And you need to find those people. And you need to find the people who will help you deal with the obstacles because not everyone in your life will, to be completely honest. So that is the episode for today. Um, my thoughts on the job posting and as unfortunate as it is, why it makes me really so much happier in my decision to leave a Western country and to be abroad for who knows how long, hopefully for the rest of my life. I don't know where and I don't know what that will look like, but that's the life that I am choosing to have. So if you have 
any comments, anything at all, feel free to drop them below. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to message me on Instagram. I would love to chat and hear your side of things as well, because this is always just one person's opinion. Um, and if you're thinking about becoming a nomad, or that is something that you aspire to do in the future, I would love to hear from you. And I was there too, not that long ago. And it is achievable. And it's not easy and you do have to be very motivated and driven, but you can, can absolutely do it. So thank you for joining on this episode of the Work, Wealth and Travel podcast, and I will see you next week.